is up, everybody? Welcome back to Zachary Reality. I am your host, Zachary Reality, and we all know why we are gathered here today in my Michaela voice um, <laughs> from TikTok, because I saw that you also posted a, that audio on TikTok, too. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> well, we are joined by the lovely Queen Carousel, dare do I say the queen of perfect match, because- oh. Stop you should have won. <laughs> I'm actually so upset you didn't win, but we're going to get all into oh, what <laughs> happened on the finale and hear Carousel's perspective on things, her side of the story, and kind of just get to know her a little bit better. I don't know if you guys saw, but she's a musician. She's a rock star. She is a panda bear. So we're going to get <laughs> all into all of the tea. So be sure to rate this podcast review. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and give it a thumbs up. Carousel Snow, welcome to Zachary Reality. I'm so excited you're here. So good to be here. Oh my God. It's been like a long time coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did meet a couple weeks ago at the club. We did. We did. Yeah. And then um, it was so funny because I just like saw all my friends. And I'm like, wait, I know you. I know you from TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, Ariana, what are you doing here? I'm like, yeah, Ariana, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm here to get get the tea I mean at least for myself even if I can't reveal it all like I, I still need the tea for me but today we're gonna share some behind the scenes stuff that happened on the show and kind of just talk through everything so how are you feeling the news just came out today that you are no longer with Joey and that you did yeah. not win yeah I mean it's definitely like a lot of like mixed emotions because it's like you know like it was such a happy time like that was like probably one of the best days of my life you know like the finale and um you know obviously like it didn't work out um, it was a roller coaster. It's always a roller coaster. The cycle of Joey Sasso, you know, just mm. kept spinning. So, you know, I'm in a really good place now. And I feel like it's really nice to like look back on it and be like, oh, that was such a happy time. And, you know, like let it be a happy time and not feel like bitter and let ugly emotions get in the way of honestly, like an opportunity of a lifetime. Like, hello. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you definitely probably have a different, you know, perspective than maybe some of the other cast members because you did get engaged on TV. And I know that was real for you. And I saw some people tweeting, like, it was a fake proposal for TV. And I'm just like, I don't know Carousel <laughs> too well, but I just know that watching it, I know how authentic you are and I know how authentic Joey was. So it was a real proposal. Can you kind of talk to me a little bit about that? So I mean, like, the first day I met Joey, he was like, oh my God, I'm going to marry you. Like, you're my soulmate. You're the one of my dreams. Like, you're my soulmate. Like, and I ended up spending a week in LA with him. I was supposed to leave the next morning, but I was like, I just met the love of my life. I'm going to, you know, stay with him. And then when we reconnected for the second time, it was like, oh, we're going to get married. We should just go to Vegas, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, something I really wanted to make known, like in the house was, hey, I don't want to be the stupid girl again. Like I gave you two chances, you know, but like he had kind of showed me like he was getting his stuff together and like, you know, he sobered up. That was a big thing for me to be like, okay, you know, you're worthy of another chance. So I kept saying, you know, like I, I want marriage. I, I want something serious. I want to get engaged. And like, I, I know a lot of people think that's a lot, but I'm just like, I know exactly what I want. You'll never have to question me and I'll never have to dance around, you know, something serious. I'm like, I want to get engaged soon. I want to get married soon. Like when you know, you know, and I knew. And, um, you know, I think it was the best kind of proposal because, you know, like it was so intimate, but it was still such a huge declaration of love. Kind of sad that it happened, like when we're no longer engaged. But, you know, I think I think it was perfect. And I think that, you know, Joey nailed it. And it was really nice to watch it back. It made me tear up all over again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we saw that in the beginning episodes that you talked about your past with Joey and how it wasn't working out, but you still wanted to give him a chance. And I think that we yeah. kind of saw you guys got over your hurdles. And it almost felt like smooth sailing after the first couple episodes, at least for you guys, which is why everyone expected you guys to be the perfect match. 
So what yeah. was your relationship with Joey before? Like how, how many years ago was this? Were you guys ever boyfriend and girlfriend? Like what was the on and off timeline? So it all started January, 2020. It was like, this was before like Netflix reality TV was even a thing. I was like really sick and I was watching the circle. Only like the first few episodes came out. It wasn't even big. He had like maybe not even a thousand followers. And I just like DM'd him and I was like, oh my God, like East Coast represent, like love your energy, like rooting for you. So like super innocent. He messages me back. He goes, holy shit, are you single? And just texts me his number. So I was like, oh my God. And I thought that was super smooth and like charismatic. So not too I texted easy. him. What? It wasn't too easy? It was, um what was not too easy like him giving you your number so quickly oh yeah no I totally gave him my number back I was okay. like oh okay cute you know yeah. um because like he's my type I love like the Jersey Shore like Italian that's like this is the kind of men I was grown up like around so mm -hmm. it's always the men I've dated texting turned into phone calls and we would talk for like literally four hours every single day for, like really long time two weeks from when we first started texting I got get this last minute like random job opportunity to go to LA for literally 24 hours and so I call Joey and I'm like, you're never gonna guess what? He's like, what? And I'm like, I'm going to LA for like 24 hours. Like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm clearing my whole schedule. And so I went, did my work thing. I got a little tipsy. Like I was like, you know, I so nervous. Should. And then I just, yes, exactly. And then I Uber over to his house and we just immediately start making out like sucking face, like total perfect match vibes. Like where we're just all over each other. And then we went out together. I met all his friends. I met all his like family that was in LA. Um, he met all my friends, the ones that like I was friends with in LA already. And he was just like, oh my God, like at, by the end of the night, it was like 6 a.m. We're out all night partying, drinking. And he was like, listen, I'm just gonna say it. I'm in love with you. You can't go home, miss your flight, spend the weekend with me. So of course I was like, yeah, so I did. And um, then when I went home, it kind of like not fizzled out because like, I was just kind of like, hey, like, where'd you go? I was kind of like ghosted. And then I was like, wow, man's really fucking played me. It was not that I had any like ill will towards him, but it was definitely like, okay, like my guards up and like, I just don't really trust you, but like, whatever, like do your thing, figure shit out. And then when Sexy Beast was announced to like be coming out, we kind of like reconnected and I was like, yeah, oh my God, you see like Sexy Beast, like I'm the panda. He was like, no effing way, oh my God. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be back in LA if you want to meet up. He goes, you're staying with me come to LA. And I was like, okay, fine. And then, you know, he told me about how he had been sober for a few months at that point. He's really getting his life together. He's ready now. He really wants someone to like share his life with. And I was like, okay, like, here we go. You know what I mean? You gave him and, a second um, chance. Exactly. I, I'm the worst with chances. And then, <laughs> um, you know, we, he comes to Sexy Beast premiere. He's telling everyone he's my boyfriend. And like, everyone is like, oh my God, like you guys are like, so like in love and like stuff like that. We're all over each other. And then I leave LA, I go home, kept talking for maybe like a week. I'm like, just discarded. And I was like, ow. He ghosted so like, you. Yeah, like not even like ghosted, but just kind of like, like he would talk to me all the time and then just like nothing. And I would just be like, well, what's going on? And it was just like, it was just very annoying because I felt like he was almost annoyed at me for being like, well, what the fuck? But I was like, you know what I mean? Like, just like- it, You just spent just... like the whole weekend with him. Like, what else do you expect? So you, yeah. So you met him- before the when the circle was announced but before the show started that's when you started it was like DMing. the day it came out it so was he like didn't i have saw like, all the dms yet yeah he had nothing no i was probably the first one <laughs> so um yes the, i spent a whole week with him and we were celebrating sexy beast we had like sexy beast party and um then i went home and then at this point i was pissed i was like fuck this guy he's so fucking annoying and he would always just like call me like nothing was wrong like he'd always just be like hey how are you doing just checking in and i'd just be like you know, like, yeah. Bye. So when did Sexy Beast come out in comparison to when The Circle came out? So The Circle came out around like January 2020. And then Sexy Beast came out in 
uh, July, 2021. So it was like a year and a half later. And um, I did see changes and I, I really have to respect Joey a lot, especially on the show. Like he did stay sober and you know, it's hard to do that to cold Turkey. He literally just woke up. It was like, I'm going sober and mm -hmm. stuck to it. Like that's so hard. And I have to give him all the props for that. And that is a big reason too, why I was like, you know, like you are making the steps you are proving to me you know, you're changing your life around. So then what did you think when he won the circle? Well, I was like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, you didn't tell me. Um, but, you know, now, especially after doing like Netflix and stuff, like those NDAs are like, you know, you don't want to F around, you know? So I, mm -hmm. I guess, you know, he's not going to tell, you know, somebody he fell in love with overnight. <laughs> That's true. So then how did you get on Sexy Beasts? So I was actually pursuing stand-up comedy. Funny enough, that was kind of where I was in my life. And I was on like some kind of like casting website for like comedians and like improv and like things like that. And there were like a lot of reality show like opportunities and like auditions. And like, I just noticed I was doing so well in the reality TV thing. I'd always get a callback, always would get a callback, but could never like land the plane, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just like, I feel like with every callback, I was getting better and better and learning and learning. You know, when I saw Sexy Beast, I was like, I want this one. I was like, this is so neat. It's just like, a, it's so comedy. You know, it takes all the seriousness out of dating and it can just be fun. And, you know, they liked me, they picked me. I was the panda bear. And um, it was like this, like, such such a fun experience. I know Sexy Beast didn't really pop off, but like in my head, that's like, that's like, oh, we'll always have a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, well, let's talk about Sexy Beast because people who haven't seen it, like we have to tell them it was basically a show where a bunch of contestants put makeup aesthetics on their face to transform them into someone else and then you would go on dates but you wouldn't be able to see what the other person looked like under their aesthetics but you still got to like see them in person so it's not like love is blind where there's a wall and so you're connecting in real life so did you choose to be the sexy panda and who no. did who did your oh they picked it for you yes yeah, so like going into it I just knew it was a blind date with prosthetics I didn't even know the name of the show they didn't tell us what the name okay. was so um, I just walk in and then um, my makeup artists, they were the coolest people ever. I had so much fun with them. They just hold up this big panda head. They're like, this is going to be you. And I was like, I was like, what did I sign up for? So I'm like, okay. Uh -huh. And um, so they uh, did me up as the panda. And then I see these other like beastly looking things. And I was just like, oh my God, the show is like going to be so good. And I still think it's like one of the best shows on Netflix. I like will ride or die for sexy beasts. <laughs> people can go watch you back. I feel like some people are going to have to be curious after seeing you on Perfect Match and like, yeah. being like, where did she come from? So then how many dates were you on on Sexy Beast? And like what ultimately ended up happening? Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, right. Spoiler alert. I went on three dates. Uh, one guy I didn't connect with at all. We're still friends though. He's a sweet kid. He was very young. Um, and then there was Josh and then there was Tyler. And I liked them both. They were both so different. Josh was very like quiet, more like reserved. Like I really brought him out of his shell. And mm -hmm. Tyler was like super smooth, like retired fuckboy vibes. And like, just like, very like funny you know and um ultimately ended up picking tyler but um i did get really sad over josh because he was like such a good like human and i felt bad like josh's are always hot sorry <laughs> they're oh my god it's these j names bro they always get me <laughs> yes i feel that oh my god wow so was it hard to like take the prosthetics off i don't know why i said aesthetics earlier yeah no it took like two hours to take it off um it was okay. like um yeah so it was definitely hard it was a little claustrophobic and like I'm like 
I'm like so sensitive to like things like on me. That's why I don't usually wear too much jewelry. And like, um, you know, like why I'm very like particular on like what I wear and stuff. Cause like, I don't like things on me. So 16 hours of that was like a lot and taking it off was a lot, but um, my makeup artists were the coolest people ever. So like, we just had so much fun. I was just like laughing the whole time. So that made it like so much easier. Cause I didn't have my phone. So, you know, I was glad I had like two like, besties you know <laughs> oh, well it always, it's always fun in the makeup room but now I think I have to ask I think people are wondering what animal would you want to be if you got to choose okay I would have to pick the panda all over oh, okay. again like you know maybe I'm biased now but you know it's just like watching it back I'm like I couldn't see myself being anything else but a panda and now it's my lucky animal anytime I see a panda anywhere I'm like that's good luck that's sign of good luck so then what happened when you and who did you say you picked again Tyler. So what happened after the show? Did you guys win the show? Like, how does that kind of work? So it was kind of like bachelor style. Like I was my own episode and I was the bachelorette oh, and like okay. I picked him and, you know, he lives in LA and I live in New Jersey and, you know, it was during the pandemic and like during kind of like the peak of the pandemic. So, you know, it was a lot of phone calls and just like a lot of like, you know, fun stuff, but like ultimately like it didn't end up like lasting or like really go anywhere serious. It was a lot of fun. Like he was really great. I still think he's really great. Um, we keep in contact all the time, but, you know, just realistically, I don't think it made much sense, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think with these shows, you're filming them, you're forming these connections, everything is so heightened. And then once you get out of the show and get into the real world, there's a wake up call. And then sometimes mm -hmm. it just doesn't really work out and it doesn't really fit. Yeah, especially if you don't know somebody, like you learn so much more about them, you know? Like I felt like Tyler, like, um, like I'm very like East Coast, like, you know, like tough fast blah, blah, blah. and Tyler's very like chill like let it be like very calm and like I really aspire to have that kind of energy but like I just it's not like I get anxiety when people are too calm I'm like we gotta fucking go yeah. you know so yeah. um for sure you know I have to be honest because I it actually did take me a minute to warm up to you on perfect match <laughs> because you were so freaking like energetic I was like whoa 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 she's coming in like really hot right now she has this huge personality but by the end of the season I fell in love with you I oh, thought you were so genuine so sweet so funny I think your friendships really showed throughout the season like you had people's back you had everyone's best interest and you came across really well and I just loved getting to know you on the oh, show so thank I'm so you glad so that much here for sure I and I'm from the east that. coast too I'm from New York shut up you're from New York you didn't get my vibe we're in New York I'm from Long Island you're mm -hmm. you're from Long Island and you didn't understand the Jersey sauce I, I went know, to college in Jersey too <laughs> you're from Jersey I went to college in Jersey where Caldwell University do you know where that is that's right down the street from me of course I know where that is do you go to Forte's no, I don't. <laughs> you know what Forte's is? The Italian no. place? Oh, okay. No, no, no way. Mm -mm. Wow. What a small world. I know. That's so crazy. Maybe you had some beef with some people at Caldwell University. You're like, nope, mm. not my kind of sauce anymore. <laughs> you know, I moved to LA right after college and I think I just belong here. I love that. <laughs> so you're born and raised in New Jersey and where do you live now? Funny enough, actually, um, I was living in Baltimore, Maryland for a little bit. I was on the entertainment team for the Baltimore Ravens. And then I, once my lease was up in May, right after filming, I moved to Oregon. Um, I was kind of in like little like crisis and was not really knowing what I'm doing in my life. And I'm like, no, fuck it. I just got to do something crazy and move to Portland, Oregon. Um, what did you do there? Um, I worked at a comedy club, actually. And it was a lot of fun. And I made like so many friends. Uh, one of my best friends is Angel from Ink Master. Um, we got Whoa. so close. We were basically like neighbors. We lived like down the street from each other. 
And um, oh my God, it was so fun. I felt like I needed to be somewhere, speaking of crazy East Coast, I needed to be somewhere really chill. I felt like I really needed to find myself and I needed to be somewhere where like I wasn't around like constant opinions or like, you know, people who have already like specific idea of who I am. I needed to just kind of like let myself be and chill. And it was a lot of fun. And um, I mean, I still live there technically, but you know, I've been bouncing everywhere but yeah so it's it's always funny when I go somewhere and I pop out the Oregon license mm-hmm. and people are like I thought you were from Jersey I'm like well now I live in Oregon but like I'm always in New York or LA or Miami you know uh-huh. <laughs> well the west coast will do that for you I like when I moved here I was like wow I feel so free I can just start over I could be myself yes. I, there's no judgment I don't know anyone and I like loved creating my own life so that's what I love about LA so where are you now you said you're just everywhere right now I'm at my mom's house in Jersey I've been staying in Delaware right now um it's kind of like in between in Jersey and Baltimore and that's kind of where like a lot of stuff is for me like because I I built a whole life in Baltimore but you know my family's in Jersey so Delaware is like that perfect happy medium you know I technically do still live in Oregon especially during this time I wanted to be with my friends and with my family um and then once this kind of dies down I'll probably head up back to Oregon okay so Carousel just can't sit still right now she's just a little bit of everywhere no you know it's it's so nice because I feel like in Oregon I'm such a different not a different person but you know like I really and like I got that fresh start that I was really looking for and it's like it's nice to be in that environment again but you know, of course, we'll miss our friends and our family. So yeah, is it Portland, Oregon? Portland, Oregon. Yeah, I love Portland. You know, you, there's just so many, so many really nice people in Portland. And the one thing I love so much about Portland, Oregon is that like people move there or live there and they're just so authentically themselves. They're like, I don't care what you think about me. I don't care like what society says should be what my appearance is. Like everyone has like tattoos, piercings, like fun colored hair. Like it's just like, everyone's just themselves and it was just like it was such like a breath of fresh air because I feel like going back and forth from LA and New York it's like you're always trying to impress people or like you know people are always kind of judging you so it was great awesome well I'll have to visit you there when you eventually make it back yes Um, (laughs) let's get into perfect match this is why we are all here give me your Michaela impression (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah right I'm sure we all know why we've gathered here today <laughs> perfect that's that's my teaser for to get people to listen to this podcast so we're ready um how did you get approached for perfect match was it a no-brainer to go what did you know about the show before you went to Panama sexy beast had just come out like a month it had been out for a month I got a call from someone at Netflix and they're like hey carousel like not sure if you're interested or if you're single or what but like we have like this show opportunity I wonder if you would want to go along the casting process the guy told me what it was about I, they were saying how it was like an all-star cast and I was like and you're asking me like I was like I was so like incredibly like honored and humbled mm-hmm. like to this day I think that was the best compliment I've ever received in my entire life um and um so I was like, yeah, like, of course, like I was single, like I was in between like where I was like living, you know what I mean? As I always am. So I was like, yeah, like, why not? Like, let's go on this opportunity. I went through the casting process and I, you know, kept thinking like, oh my God, like, don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. Like, you know, there's a lot of good options. Don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. And then ultimately I was informed like, yeah, like, um, what's your flight information? Like, you know, you're going to go to Panama. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Well, you know what? Casting is really smart because yes, they're going to get the big names like Shane and Chloe and, you know, even Bartiz, but they also know that it's important to find people who might not have been on a popular Netflix show that we can get to know who we didn't know before. Yeah. And you have such a big personality. So I think it was a perfect fit 
for you to be on Perfect Match. Did you know Joey was going to be there? No. So here's the thing. I actually was like so excited to do this show because I'm like, oh my God, Joey's going to be so jealous. He's going to like watch me and like, you know, like totally be envious because me and Joey always talked about dating shows because I was on Sexy Beast and he would always say I would never do a dating show. I would never do a dating show. So I thought that like he would immediately shut that down because, you know, that was a conversation we had more than once where he said he would never do a dating show. Mm. And then he was there. And what was your first reaction? Oh my God. I was like, fuck. You know what You're I mean? Mad. Like I was like, it was kind of nice. And it was like annoying at the same time because I was like, okay, like it's nice to know somebody in here. Like Joey's not a bad guy. Like he just can't commit. Cause my imposter syndrome was definitely like a thing. So walking in and recognizing everybody, no one recognizing me, except there was a few people like Zay and Dom. Um, but to kind of have somebody who I knew knew that made me feel really good. But it was also annoying too, because I felt like because Joey like had his eyes set on me, people didn't want to step on each other's toes. So they didn't want to like approach me. So it like kind of made, that's a big reason too, why I was so adamant about going for Chase. Cause like, I was like, I want to know I picked you back and not just because people are too afraid to step on Joey Sasso's toes. Yeah. And like I said earlier, like you did that in the beginning, you kept your options open. You tried to put yourself out there, but ultimately it ended up just working out with Joey. And I know Francesca said this on Nick Vile's podcast is that, you know, she almost chose Damien because there was that level of comfort and you were almost forced to sleep with someone that you didn't even know, like yeah. in bed. So like, you know, it almost made sense. Is that why you picked Joey too immediately? Just because you had that past, you had to like see it through in that way? Um, I think it was also too, because like our past and like, I never got closure. And I was like, okay, like now he literally can't run away from me. Like he's literally forced to give me closure or like leave. I mean, like the whole sleeping in the same bed thing, like it was still awkward. Like, you know, like we weren't in like a full ass relationship actually. Like we we're just like a situationship. I'd only spent like a couple nights with him. You know what I mean? And like mm -hmm. those nights I was still sleeping in my eyelashes and like doing mouthwash before I got back in bed, you know? So it's like, it was still awkward, but I think Joey is just such a nice guy. He made it very comfortable. Like same thing, like how like you see on the show, like Dom being so nice to Francesca about being like, hey, I just want to do whatever you're comfortable with. I knew Joey would let me be comfortable. So that was cool, but it was, mm -hmm. it was still a little awkward. So now I'm wondering if casting knew that you guys had some type of past and that's why they put both of you there. I don't think they did at first. I had said something about like, oh yeah, I've dated like someone before I stayed Joey. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, because I really liked seeing as someone who loves Netflix TV, I love seeing Chloe and Mitchell kind of get that closure. I love seeing Fran and Damien get that closure. And same with you and Joey, even though it didn't happen on camera, it was, it's almost like nice to have a backstory in a way because it adds more to the show. It adds more depth to the relationships. Yeah, for sure. And it was hard to tell if we were even going to stay together. Like watching the first few episodes, I was like, oh my God. I was like, I was looking at myself like, damn, this girl's stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I don't think, I don't think, maybe like the first episode, I was like, Carousel, be yeah. careful. But by, <laughs> after a few episodes, it, it felt right. And Joey is such a great guy. And I love that you're yes. still promoting that, even though the engagement didn't work out. Because I see mm -hmm. Joey on social media and it's so great how positive he is and how he's putting mm -hmm. out such positive energy because yeah. some other people have been a little messed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my business. I'm on. I'm not on a show anymore. No one's business Period. is my business anymore. <laughs> true, true that. Um, what was your favorite challenge on the show? Some of these challenges, like when there's water, like I, 
I'm not someone who likes to go in the water, okay? But like, um, so those were not my favorite. I did like the kissing challenge. The kissing one where you got a one? I thought the kissing challenge was so fun. Here's the thing. It was like, not even just because you're kissing like these like hot guys on reality TV. Like you have like these headphones on. It's just like blasting like heavy metal music and you have like this blindfold on. So it's like you're kissing, but like you feel like you're like, like drunk, you know? Like it was just like such like a weird, and you you have adrenaline because like you don't know what's going on, you know? That was a really fun challenge. Um, There was a lot of like, um, uh, downtime during that challenge though. So that was the only thing, but um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> do you think you knew who you were kissing just cause like everyone's body types? You know, I feel like I second guess myself a lot. So there were times where I thought maybe I did and then maybe I didn't. I couldn't recognize Joey's kiss from anywhere just because you know, like we have such a strong connection and that connection, like when you're not seeing or hearing anything you feel that connection, you know? So like I'd be able to tell him from a mile away. For sure. I think people probably knew who you were just cause you're so tiny. I am so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I was wearing heels like 90% of the show and then like I would like stand next to like certain cast members like later on like when we're all in LA and I was just like oh my god like I didn't realize like how big of a height difference yeah for I sure. was Joey was like perfect height for me you know mm -hmm. yeah some <laughs> other guys were like literally six seven like Dom is so tall Chase is so tall yeah oh my god they're both so yeah Chase was so tall I, I I'm here for the short kings though I love me a short king Joey's not sure. short he's average height everyone's just very very tall <laughs> yeah yeah and his hair is so slicked back it's like does that move oh my god no oh my we'd be getting ready this man would take longer to get ready than I would with his hair <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine was there anyone in the house you connected with other than Joey and maybe Chase or that you wanted to give a chance? I think really just Chase. I mean, by the time more people came in the house that I probably would have wanted to go for, I was like so into Joey that it was like, it wasn't there, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just the type of person, like I feel like I'm pretty monogamous, like to a fault where like, if I'm really, really in love with someone, like they're the only person I'm thinking about, like, unless we have that conversation about like, opening it up. I couldn't imagine having a connection without Joey involved. Well, you did have a connection with Francesca. I'm dead. <laughs> you guys made out. You know, she told Abby that it was just like a drunk make out. That's what, you know, you friends do. Was that all it kind of was? Or did you, you know, consider dating Francesca? At that point, this was like my opinion. Like, I didn't know if her and Abby were like really like that serious at that time. And also too, like, it was just like fun. Like I knew Joey didn't care, not because she was a girl, but because it was Francesca. Like that's like my friend, you know, like there was clearly no romance there. So it wasn't like, like a thing, you know, like same thing where like, there were like, if there was ever a challenge or like a dare where Joey had to kiss someone, he knew like Francesca was a safe bet. Cause he knew like, I actually like didn't care because we knew Francesca, you know? And I felt like our yeah. communication was really good with that. Well, did you consider bringing her in and doing a three-way? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, valid question. No, hey, I get it. I get it. Yeah, no, no three ways on the show. No. <laughs> Maybe on season two. Well, one more thing about Francesca. What did you think of her on the show and her villain era and kind of everything that transpired? I think she made the show in a lot of ways. I enjoyed her. She did. I think that at the end of the day, I think it's important to know that Francesca is the best friend you could have. Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, too, like she was the whole show. You know, she knows what her job was and she killed it. She's just, she's the best. I think she's just so cool. Like, talk about when I had imposter syndrome and just like, you know, like I was having a hard time at first, like kind of like feeling like I fit in. She immediately, like, hey, you know what? Like, you're my friend and just always made sure I was included and like really looked out for me. And like, that's something I will always really respect and even post filming you know Francesca was just like I have your back like you're my friend and like it was really nice to have somebody who knew what was going on because you know we had these NDAs no one really knew 
what was happening. So to have a friend who actually knew that I could actually talk about like stuff with like, it was really nice to have her there. And also too, on my birthday, she Ubered from New York City to Six Flags to like be there for me. Like, I'm like, that's such like a ride or die, you know? Like I love that. And I love seeing you, Francesca and Abby together in one of the final scenes being like bisexuals unite. I think that Abby is probably the person I judged the most before going in um, and was wrong about. Not that I judged her, but like, you know, like I like heard things and like I saw her, like the first few episodes of her season and was like, oh, I don't know if I'll vibe with her. And let me just tell you, like, she's like the coolest person. She's so down to earth. She's just so like herself. I think she's just so awesome. And like, I'm so pro Abby, like all the uh, yeah. time. Like that, that's my girl, you know, I fucking love Abby. <laughs> so when um, when 20 somethings came out, you know, I did a recap on it as I do. And I was like, oh my God, Abby's my favorite on the show. And then I read all my comments and I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't have a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oops, sorry. Yes. I just like, I like the villains. I've always have. I'm dead. I'm dead. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to vibe with her or not, but I, I really, really did. And like, I just, she cracks me up. I love her. <laughs> what um other reality shows do you like? You know, whether it's Netflix or other shows. I really love Love is Blind. That is such like a guilty pleasure of mine i love the real housewives of new jersey because come me on too. team Teresa yes! or team melissa oh my god i love Teresa, but i'm not caught up with the new season yet okay. i like for a few episodes to come out so i can binge that's fair. you know but like i feel like i'm always team Teresa like me a too. lot of the time so <laughs> me too okay well now we kind of have to get into the million dollar questions um you and joey the engagement did you guys talk about this did you know he was going to propose um I wouldn't say that like I knew who's gonna propose. There were times I would like have a feeling. Like I brought it up a lot and like, you know, I was, you know, really questioning his commitment. When he did propose, at first I thought he was joking. Cause like we would always have like really serious conversations and then like one of us would have to make like a joke to like kind of like lighten up. We're so bad at being serious, we're just always laughing. So we got that on one knee. I was like, oh my God, he's like, he's kidding. And like, this is so fucking embarrassing. And then he pulled out the ring and I was like, wow. Where did he get the ring? There's actually an article about it, but he okay. went like all around Panama. One of the production assistants like took him. Uh, she was kind of telling me about it too. He was like running all around and I'm a size four. So like my like ring size is like pretty small. So like, that's a hard one to kind of find like spur of the moment anyway. But yeah, apparently it was this crazy adventure. And then he called my dad. Um, oh, and that should have been on dad. camera. Yeah, I know, I know that because that's that's a big thing for me. Like, I can't accept a proposal unless you ask my dad. Like, you know, like my dad, I love to death, and you know, that's just a tradition that I think is very important. So, because you're Italian, he, yeah, I am Italian. Yeah, so he went out, got the ring. He also bought the ring all on his own. Production didn't buy it. Love that. Um, which I thought was very sweet, you know, and um, just really validated a lot for me. He was the one who said to production, "Hey, I want to do this," and you know, again, like that was something like they told me too they're like hey we just want you to know joey came up to us wanted to do this and we helped him out like you know he's like such a great guy he's the real deal you know so just so many things just really made me feel so confident and like you know just made it feel so special you know that's gonna be a hard proposal to top you know so i have chills now that really warms my heart because i watch so many reality shows and i see the proposals especially coming from you know being a big fan of bachelor nation and they don't buy their ring and i'm like it's not as real if you don't buy the ring because you're not really investing in it. You're getting a free ring and a setup proposal. Did you really want to propose or was it just for TV? And I think it's really important what you just said that Joey genuinely wanted this. You genuinely accepted it and you genuinely thought you were going to last forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. And it was just like, yeah, like I said, that's going to be hard to top. It was like just such a sweet moment. Like I literally blacked out. Like it was, was like, I like literally that. I watch it back and like, I feel all the feelings again. And I'm just like, oh, like I'll never forget like March, 2022. Like I'll never forget that day. <laughs> so then what happened when you guys got home? You know, after you go on these shows, like it is kind of like coming down from a high. So I think we were both kind of experiencing that. 
And then for like a few months, you know, we were just like doing a lot of FaceTimes, a lot of texts. He came to like my family party and like met everybody, met my whole family, met all my friends, met my sister's friends. And that was really cool. But like there were a lot of problems. There were things or times where like it did get ugly and it was like not so fun. At the end of the day, like I think that enough time has passed to say, okay, you know what? Like it just wasn't meant to be. We had this amazing experience together. Like we're both good people. We're just not compatible and that's okay. And you know, we're just kind of at a place where we're like, okay, this was a great experience. We don't want to rob ourselves from the experience. We don't want to rob the fans of the show, you know, making them feel like they have to like pick a side or that they can't like root for both of us to win individually. Yeah, we just decided to kind of be like divorced parents, you know, like, uh-huh. like, like we're not going out of our way to hang out, but like, you know, if we're in the same room, it's, it's good to see him. Oh, I'd like to keep the memory of Joey and Panama alive. Like that's something that like try to separate, you know, Joey and Joey and Panama where everything mm-hmm. was just great and fun and just amazing. And I like to have that happy memory and be nostalgic and watch the show and feel happy about it and not bitter. You know, with this whole finding myself and going to Oregon and writing music again, like I just, I never want to be bitter and feel ugly feelings. I just want to feel good, positive vibes. And I know Joey wants to feel good, positive vibes too. So I feel very blessed we could come to like a mutual agreement that we're just moving on. That's awesome. And that's so mature of both of you. And yeah, I'm, mean, like, I'm sorry I'm being so great. fucking mature about this. Like, I know like that's not like, you know. No, I, mean? I think it's better. I actually think people would rather hear that than the mess. We'll save the mess to some other people on Perfect Match. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah, um. So did you end up giving the ring back to him? No, I'm probably gonna sell it on eBay. No way. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> okay. Okay. So perfect match. What were your overall thoughts on the show? I thought it was so good. I thought it was a great show. I loved every second. I was at the edge of my seat and I was there. Yeah. Like I, I would be texting Shane, like what happened? Or like, you know, like texting, um, like Dom, like being like, oh my God, like what happened next? Like I, like I wasn't there for that, you know? So I loved watching the show. I loved watching everyone else's storylines because I really didn't know what was like going on outside of like me, Joey and Francesca, you know? So mm-hmm. it was really cool to like see my friends like having an experience I had too. And oh, I fucking love that show. I thought it was so good. Like if I was a fan and not even in it, I would be obsessed. Hi, that's hi, that's me. Yes. Um, who do you want to <laughs> see on season two? Um, I talked to Bartise about this. I had him on my podcast last week and he wants to see Cole from Love is Blind on it. Oh, I would love to see Cole from Love is Blind too, for sure. Anyone else? Uh, you know, it's so hard to do it without reusing our cast. We have such a good cast. I'm like, I would love to see them top that. You know what I'd love to see? I would love to see Dominique from Too Hot to Handle on season two. I feel like she didn't get enough screen time on Too Hot to Handle. And I just think she's just like one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen and is like nice. And you never see that. Mm-hmm. So like, I would love to see more of that. Also Ray from The Ultimatum. Yes. Um, Ever since she came out, like on her reunion, I was like, oh my God, like that's dope, you know? And I've been, you know, just like following her and seeing what she's up to. And like, she's someone I would love to see on Me season too. two. I would like see more of her, you know? Yeah, maybe maybe put Zenab in there, put SK oh, in yeah. there. That's um, right. Ooh, but Zay and Cole, that could be nasty. We want a good show. Season two is always crazier. Cause listen, Love is Fair. Blind season two was fucking crazy compared to one. The Circle <laughs> season two was so much messier than season one. I have high hopes True. for Perfect Match season two. True. True. So. Oh, you're so right. Yeah, because season two, everyone knows kind of what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. So it's like chaos. I'm going to have oh, you back gonna... on here 
and get, to get your thoughts next year when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, they're going to need the best cast ever, but I'm sure they can do it. Netflix Netflix always delivers, you know? I uh-huh. I don't doubt that it's going to slap. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay, last question about Perfect Match, and then I want to hear about your music because I think a lot of people are really curious about that too. What were your thoughts on Georgia and Dom winning the show? So a lot of people have asked me this, and I think that it's a surprise, but like I was happy for them, you know? Like it felt like, Cause at that point, like we all were just like friends. We're all one big family. Like I felt like I just had the best day of my life. And it's like, I get to share it with like two people I really fuck with. Like, it just felt so fun. Like I got engaged, like Georgia and Dom won the show. Like mm-hmm. it was just like a big celebration. And like, I feel like they earned it. Like they did deserve it. They went through a lot of hell. They went through a lot of chaos. Dom went through the effing ringer. And um, something I will say, and I'll say it for as long as I can, I will come second place to Dom any day, anytime, anywhere, because I think he's one of the best people I've ever met in my life. Um, He and I got really close after the show, which is so funny because we like didn't really hang out at all while we lived together in Panama. But like now we're really close. And I think he's one of the best people ever. And Some people come off really genuine on TV and, you know, maybe you meet them and they're not, but he's the real deal. And he is just deserves the world. I'm so happy he won. He deserved it a hundred percent. And plus I got engaged. That's all I wanted. I did win. We both won. All right. All right. Okay. Well, maybe I was just a little bitter because I really thought you guys were going to (laughs) win. But whatever. Everyone won. I was like, babe, I got my ring. That's all I fucking wanted. That's why I did these dating shows in the first place. I was like, I want to find my husband. I found my husband or I thought I did. So, you know, being able to celebrate with two people, I really admire and respect is really cool that's awesome and you know unfortunately they didn't work out either and I'm Mm -hmm. interested to hear them talk a little bit more about that which I'm sure we've probably heard by now but we'll hear soon um what is going on with you Uh, tell us a little bit about what you're pursuing and what your career aspirations are and you know what you want to do now that you have you know a platform that maybe you didn't have before perfect match yeah so I used to do like music back in the day but like I was kind of more of like a backup singer I didn't really sing like lead so now I'm just kind of like you know on this whole like finding myself journey thing like I really kind of got back into songwriting and like singing and singing has literally been my therapy I'm not very good at like talking like mm-hmm. if it comes to like rehearsing a speech or like a stand-up routine or like a song that's like pre-written like I'm I'll nail it but like coming up with words like right on the spot is hard for me so I felt like singing really helped me like express myself again. So I wrote like a whole EP that's coming out sometime like next month or a month after. That's just, you know, all my sad feelings and um, the breakup album. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. My breakup album. And it's like going out (laughs) into the world. I found that very therapeutic and I felt like it was a really healthy way to get rid of a lot of sad, bitter, ugly feelings. And yeah, like I'm really excited. Oh, also I'm singing in a cover band with, um, yes. I saw a clip on TikTok. Yeah, it's um, it's like super like low key though. It's nothing like too too crazy. They kind of like tour all around and like every so often, and we sing cover songs and like it's just like these really cool dudes who like you know just love to jam and it's a lot of fun and um, it's even more fun you know doing it and people being like, wait, are you on Perfect Match? And I'm like, yeah. And it's like <laughs> I get to like just hang out with people who I feel like already know me like at these shows. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so much fun. And like, I love, I genuinely believe that like music, like has just saved me from so much, you know, I would mm-hmm. be nothing without it. <laughs> that's, yeah. I can tell by the way you're talking about it. And that's exciting how excited you are about life. You know, you're taking this situation that didn't work out the way you wanted to, and you're just making the most out of it and you have a good head yeah. on your shoulders and you know, life is exciting. I think there's going to be a lot of fun things in store for you this year. So I'm excited to be following Carousel. I hope so, Everybody yeah. <laughs> should be following Carousel on Instagram, on TikTok. Are you on OnlyFans too? I have to ask. I'm not. I'm not on OnlyFans, but I'm on Spotify. So you can go over there. 
<laughs> over there because all the guys are on OnlyFans. So feel free I to saw that. check them out. Go for them. We, we love to see it. We, we love men doing OnlyFans. I love that. <laughs> yeah, we really do. Is there anyone you think you would maybe consider talking to again from that's from the season? Would you want to try again with Chase? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what did you think of him? His bitter jury speech? His, wait, his what speech? His, I say bitter jury speech. I'm talking as in like survivor. Like he was ready to call everyone out. Oh my God. Oh, and I remember I was like so afraid because I was like, I'm having a really good day. I don't want to have to yeah. deal with Chase starting drama, but he was actually really nice about me and Joey. And I did gain a lot more respect for him. Like after that, like I thought that was his moment of growth for me. Um, I think Jace is actually really cool. I like watching him. I think he's great TV. And um, he redeemed himself. I told him that I would um, not hate him anymore if he told everybody that I wasn't a one out of 10, like he admitted and he did. So he redeemed mm. himself to me. <laughs> yeah, also Chase, you're hot as fuck. Like I'm he's gonna so put that out there. Hot. Yeah, we love Chase. <laughs> Um, okay, well, thank you so much for being here and being open and vulnerable and sharing your experience. I loved you. I know all the fans loved you. So, I mean, do we plug everything? Like, where does everyone need to follow you? We got the music, Instagram. Oh, yes. You can find me. It's just my name, Carousel. And I know a lot of people can't spell my name, but it's yeah. K-A-R-I-S-E-L-L-E. Carousel well, will, on TikTok, Carousel on Instagram. I will say whenever I post about you, it always, it always, um, the automated captions go to C-A-R-O-U-S-E-L mm -hmm. and I oh will God. edit them for you, but I don't, <laughs> I don't do it for everyone, especially if I don't have time. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'm like, oh my God, it's only a matter of time until people start giving me the Bartise treatment. I oh, saw Barquiqua. a few of them. <laughs> Barquiqua, Bar do you ever have, do you have a nickname for him? What's your favorite? I don't, I just call him Bartise because I hate when people fuck up my name on accident. I couldn't imagine it on purpose. Yeah, I feel that. All right, well, everybody go check out Carousel. She has a new EP coming soon. Cannot wait to hear it. Thank you all so much for listening or watching this podcast. Do not forget to rate it five stars, leave a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to my channel and give this video a thumbs up. Carousel, thank you so much. And thank you all for listening. We will see you guys in the next one. Bye.